This is the Red Cliff Marketing Show. Get ready to boost your marketing skills, get more customers, and take your business to the next level. Check out the latest on the blog at redcliffmarketinglabs.com.au or subscribe on iTunes. Now, here's your host, Mick Cullen. Welcome back, folks. And in this episode, look, we're going to be talking marketing again. And what I've got for you is a recording uh, of a talk that Michael Hansen uh, did at the uh, Redcliffe Hive um, co-working space that set up by the council. So Michael is a, a film director from the Gold Coast, and he runs a website, michaelhanson.tv. What Michael does is he works with entrepreneurs and uh, company owners to develop the story behind their business and, and why they're in business, and then turn that into a short documentary-style film. So he's got a whole process that he uses to go through that, and that's what he shared with the uh, the group at, at Redcliffe Hive. So this is a live event. The audio is a little bit off because it's just, uh, again, recorded uh, in the room. Uh, but again, the message he's got is really powerful, so it's some good stuff there. If you want to get in all these live events, so Michael's just one of the many guest speakers we have, uh, head over to redcliffsocialmedia.com. And once a month, there's a local group that gets together, and uh, between different speakers and myself, we cover a whole range of uh, online marketing topics and that's free to come along. We're just building a community there of yeah, shared knowledge so people can come along and share that knowledge. Okay, so a bit of a longer recording today, so I won't uh, babble on for too much longer. But uh, yeah, we've got some really great feedback from attendees. A couple of them, as you'll hear in the audio and the recording, had some real breakthroughs in the process of going through uh, Michael's steps. And by the end of it, had a really different approach to how they share the why behind their business and really turn that into an engaging story that people are going to remember. So before I hand over to Michael, I had a question from a client this week about how to go and leave a LinkedIn recommendation for someone. So if you head over to the website, so redcliffmarketinglabs.com.au forward slash LinkedIn recommendation, what I've got there is a PDF you can download that'll basically work you, walk you through the process of how to leave someone a recommendation on LinkedIn with pictures and uh, step-by-step instructions. So that's at redcliffmarketinglabs.com.au forward slash LinkedIn recommendation. All right, I'm going to hand over to Michael now and please enjoy the, the recording and love to get your feedback. Cheers. Day and age, that there is no other better way to position yourself to sell yourself, to authorize yourself, than telling really good, engaging stories. So let me just tell you who I am first. My name is Michael Hansen. I am a filmmaker. Uh, so all day, every day, I make films. I make films for entrepreneurs, uh, for business owners, visionaries, leaders, people that are, people that are um, that are generally paving their own way in the, in, in the world. These are some of the companies and, and professionals that I've worked with. I worked with Porsche. I've basically done stories for the. They did the light rails. I'm telling you this really just to maybe just so you can see that these people are listening to me. So maybe today you might get some stuff out of me as well. This is what we're going to talk about. So today we're going to talk about um, why is your why important? So why should you have a strong why uh, in your story? And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about um, our filmmaking process. I thought there was no better way than just talking about how do I make films for companies. And in that process, you may learn something. You may learn some, you know, they pay me, on average, between five dollars and $10,000 to do a little documentary for them. And, you know, I never talk about this stuff, so I think that maybe in that process, you may get some little nuggets that you may be able to take away and do some of this stuff yourself. 
So the first thing, so today, I just want to make this really interactive. So how many people in the room right now is an entrepreneur, visionary, business owner, or paving their own way in the world? You put your hand up. Okay, cool. One thing that I love about entrepreneurs and people that are visionaries and people that are, are trying to, you know, that are on this sort of journey to, to kind of look after themselves or to make a change or to, I call them change makers and move makers and all this, um, is that they can see things in their mind really, really clearly. Where they have problem is being able to articulate that to the rest of the world. And that's the problem, I think, is that. And, and what, I, what, I've, what, I've, what I've found is that a lot of entrepreneurs, in particular internet marketers, um, people that are marketing or really into their marketing, are doing this new thing called spray and stick. So basically, they, they, they're, they're basically um, uh, saying content is king, content is king, content is king. Well, if content is king, I believe that story is God. Because um, I think that what's happening at the moment with the internet and how things are sort of unfolding is that we're kind of regurgitating everybody else's stuff. Okay, and we're not really owning what we say. We're not really saying it from from ourselves or from our personal experiences. And so, and so I think it's becoming like this spray and stick where 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 your market or you run the fear of people going numb to you. So you you, you do look like you're you're doing your curating content, pushing stuff out, but you're starting not to get through, and it's becoming numb. And that to me is the worst thing that can happen. Personally. I think if they don't love you or don't hate you, then they're just ignoring you. And if they're ignoring you, then you're not even getting looked at. So what are you doing for? Um, some stats, 93% of all people are researching online. Um, there's a lot of stats around this, and some of, them, some of them are higher, some of them are lower. I personally just believe it comes down to this. You, have, you are at the moment that what who Google says you are. Okay? Um, you... If, if, you've, if you've not looked at your about me page, or if you've not looked at your own personal story, or how you convey your product or service or idea in a way that when it's Googled, it represents you in the best possible light, um, I think you're gonna run into problems, especially uh, in the next three to five. I, I just think it's gonna get worse. We're gonna get more and more traffic here. Um, so the reason why I love film and why I love uh, story and video as my medium because there's lots of ways to tell your story and house your story. You can house it on blogs, you can house it on audio, audio podcasts, you can, have, you can have, house it so many different ways. The reason why I love video, um, and I'm, before I tell you why, let me ask you this. How many people in the room, so I'll ask you this question, so how many people in the room learn through auditory? So just put your hand up and then just look around. Okay, so two people. How many people in the room learn visually? Okay, so look around the room. Okay, and how many people um, learn kinesthetic? So kind of doing, having to do. Yeah. Well, I'm a bit okay. Of oh. <clears throat> so you can see in just the room that there is a mixed response there. Yeah, and so there is no other better way than through a medium like video that hits them with audio, visual, and kinesthetic as opposed to seeing it being done than video. It's the, I personally feel it's the strongest medium on the planet. I don't think there's anything that will cut through stronger than that. And, this, and there's, three, there's three drivers. There's social behaviors driving it. They want it. Technology is driving it. 
things like 4G, Facebook, um, the speed of the internet, etc., etc. And economically, it's far cheaper to invest in something like this than it would be to take $60,000 Yellow Pages ad out, which only lasts for one year. So our filmmaking process, um, I was going to get a, a, a board to write, to write stuff up. I can, I can actually write with Okay. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Okay. So whenever I take on a new client, um, I generally run them through this process. Um, when, I'm, when I'm looking to tell their story, they want to uh, convey a message. Generally, they represent a product or a service um, or an idea. And they want to tell a, a, a story about it. And um, I had a process that I've taken through, and I call it the four P's. Um, the four P's. And the first P is purpose. <clears throat> this stuff, I can't spell, guys, I'm just going to have a laugh at me. Purpose. Okay. So, this is really, really important because if we do not know what we're making it for, if we do not do this, um, from, thank you, thank you. So, uh, purpose. If we do not know why we're making uh, a story or a film or creating this um, thing, uh, then we, we're kind of losing um, the effect of what it's doing. So, for instance, if you've got a really complex software system, um, a really good thing to do is to create a little tiny story on how to um, simplify or make it easier. So we know that if we were going into that film, the purpose of making that film was to help the client be educated. Um, for internet marketers in the room, um, a lot of your stuff you'll be wanting to make story to convert or make sales, inspire. So we've got to get the purpose down pat. The second thing that we do once we've hit that, I mean, we generally with the purpose we'll get it into one line. If you can't say it in one line, you're not clear enough. One line. You should know exactly what you should be doing this for in one line. So if you're going to do your about me page or you're going to make a film, one line. It has to. You have to understand. The second thing is, um, I'm going to leave plot to the to the end, but but it would be plot, and we're going to go into more detail about that. That's the story architecture, which we're going to talk about in a second. This, the third thing is places, okay? So we need to understand when creating a video or a film or telling a story is where are we gonna shoot this thing and why are we gonna shoot it there? And then the last one is the people, is people. Now, a lot of, I, I've skipped through these two pretty quick because we spend a lot of time on, on people and places because for us we have to know exactly who's in the film and that will relate directly to this which is what I want to highlight is the plot. Can I just put that thing back on please? <clears throat> so and this is what we're going to talk about today and I think that this is where you're going to get a lot of the value. Is that a dust today or a rubber? Dust that beautiful. <clears throat> so whenever we're trying to create a story <coughs> or tell somebody's business story, for instance, your business story, um, the first thing we do is we work out a feeling that we want the audience to feel. So we come up with five key emotions or feelings that we want that audience to feel, and we make that our 
governing decision on everything from music, people, places, plot. Everything is around these five keywords. So if we choose warmth, we look at a shot and we say, okay, is it a sunset shot? Is it something that's creating a warming atmosphere? Every single decision, even the down to the music, down to the script, everything. And if you took these, just these alone, I can promise you, even if you did this before you wrote a status update on Facebook, this is alone, single-handedly, a very good tool to do, is what do I want the audience to feel, rather than just regurgitating and just, just putting anything out there, really concentrating on how would the audience perceive that and feel. This is one of the keys that we do. There's places. So, we get to plot, and I've got three examples for you. Um, but we're gonna talk about the why, the why. So we've, um, we've got the people, we've got the places, um, we, we're very clear on our, on our purpose, we've, we've distilled everything down to five key words of what we want the audience to feel, we understand the product and service of what we're trying to sell. What I think, and um, we're talking to a, a guy that does numbers, and he said that it was a, a really boring business. I come across a lot of boring businesses. And it's very difficult to tell their story. And so I've come up with kind of like a formula to try and engage people a little bit more and to try and make people feel, because you've got to make them feel, um, you at its essence. And I, I like to call this the humanization of a business, humanizing your business, making people feel that there's a person behind it, it's not just a, a, a robot. People that do internet marketing, try and, uh, you know, that, that want to make a, a living off automation and stuff, this is perfect for this because this is what you need more than ever because machines and robots, people can feel more than anything. So I want to give you three examples, okay? I had a mortgage broker that came to me and this is about the why. This, this is, there's three sections to a telling stories, and I personally think that everyone should have a why story, they should have a fight story, and they, I'm, going to, I'm going to go into detail. And the last one should be should be a contribution story, which Apple and Google do very well at. I can explain that and break that down for you. So the first one is the why, and this is what I really want to drive home. I want you to take away this stuff, and um, I'd love to go through all of them, but I don't have the time um, to go through everything. But the why is probably one of the most powerful things. Now, people love, humans love and connect with people that, that have a strong why. And we don't need to, I can go through so many examples of, of leaders and authorities and celebrities that have built their careers on businesses off a really strong, compelling why. And I think it's because we as human beings, we want to connect to people's origin story. We want to know where people have come from. We look for ourselves in other people's stories. I truly believe that this is what we do. We, we go to the movies and we'll say, which is, our, which, is, which is me in the character? Or which is a part of me that I'm looking for? And I think that this, ultimately, is why the why is so important. Is it, it is a connection. And it's, I, I think it's the, the purest, most best way to sell. So how do you get your why? Because <laughs> that's the biggest question that everyone has proper trouble with. It is a very, even now, I still struggle with my why. And it is a hard thing to do. But I have a formula <laughs> that I think um, you, you may be able to dig deep and to be able to connect to. But I'll get to that in a second. What I want to do is I want to show you three examples of... Um, I've got Bob Marley on the end, 
but I've got two very basic businesses, one mortgage broker and one a surgeon, okay? I did a career in a business and a same. So the mortgage broker came to me and a lovely guy, a really, really nice guy, um, he was not very emotional, he loved his numbers and he loved to talk about percentages and why he was the best and <coughs> he was just basically doing what a lot of entrepreneurs do, was just banging on his chest, just bullying his product to the, to the, to the hills come home. And this doesn't work. It does not work. I don't think it works, to, me, to be fair. I don't think people, I don't think you like to be sold to like that. And I know I don't like to be sold to like that, okay? So, I said, look, we've got to find out your why. And this is part of the formula. I said, what happened to you as a child that, um, that, that shaped who you are today? What happened to you? Why, why are you doing what you're doing? Let's really talk about deeply what's going on. And um, he was an unemotional guy, but I finally got him there because I just, I just, I just like to ask a lot of questions. And um, he ended up telling me that as a child growing up, my, mama, my mother and father could never afford their own home. The pain that I used to see in my mother's eyes every time the rent man used to come through and look through all our belongings, and the sadness I felt of my father every single second year I had to move areas and start a new school haunted me. So I've built my career and business of helping young Australian families get the money to buy their own home. Beautiful story. Much more powerful than anything. And, and, and you know, the beautiful thing about that is when, I, when you tell a really good story, you own it. It's your currency. It becomes your biggest asset. Because <clears throat> that's how you're selling now. You're selling from your heart. You're selling with soul authenticity. And that is powerful. That's really powerful stuff. You put that out there and you really own it and believe it. Stand up and connect to that stuff. And people can feel it. And they'll want to do business with you. They'll want you around. And I think that this is where this is where you can really connect to good conversion. Another one, really quick one. Um, uh, surgeon, as a child growing up, um, he uh, was a child and he was in a car accident. I was about 30, 40, and uh, he, he managed to scramble out of the car and he got to a couple of people and he didn't know what to do with them. And one of them died. And for him, he said he went in and became a doctor because he never in his life wanted to be in a situation where he couldn't help someone in that situation. He just made it his burning desire why he was doing what he was doing. Bob Marley. Look, Bob Marley, is, uh, he, was, he was raised in the era of racism. Um, he uh, believed in um, peace and... He, he did everything through his wife, through his music. He did everything through his music to, as a way of conveying. And you could feel that stuff. He built his whole music career off his wife. And I think that, um, so, let me just keep going. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Okay. So, okay. So what I want to do now is I want to try and help you guys through your why. And I want to do a little exercise with you. Um, 
you said most of you are entrepreneurs, visionaries, paid makers. And what I'd like to do is maybe give you a sheet of paper and give you about five minutes and for you guys to think about what happened to you. And it may not necessarily have been as a child. It may have been as <coughs> it may have been five years ago. But it, it's, it may have been something, and, and it may be personal, you may not want to share too much of it right now because you need to develop it and can't address it. But it's a lovely exercise to do with yourself because when you dig into this space, you dig into your own, your own personal space. And um, and people will connect with it. These are our property the council, so they're all going. So I always like to start the first sentence off as a child growing up. As a child growing up. It doesn't necessarily have to be when you're a child. It just means it could be 10 years ago when this happened or that happened. This is why I do what I do. And generally, you can draw what, this, what I call this exercise. And look, some people just cannot do it. They can't do it. And then they need to go home and think about it. And that's cool. Because, but at least you have something a framework to, to draw on. So it could have been, um, it could be, I don't know what it could have been, but it definitely it has to be in the past, something in the past. So mine, I'll tell you what mine is, <clears throat> and I haven't developed it, because generally the ones that, I've got the leaky plumber syndrome, but uh, meaning the plumber always has the leaky tap. Um, mine is that as, as a child growing up, I used to love going to, to movies, and I was a real bad kid, I was a bit of a rebel, and I used to go to watch movies to calm myself. And the way I married up working with entrepreneurs and doing movies was, I've always seen a part of myself in an entrepreneur because they always paved their own way, they said no to society, they never followed their rules, they broke every rule in the book, and they just did things on their own. And that's pretty much why I do what I do. I love working with businesses and people that are kind of doing their own thing, and I love making movies. And that's it for now. That's as simple as mine is, but at least it comes from me. And when I talk about it, I mean it. And it's not just some kind of false, thick sales script. You know, it's something that that comes from within. So um, the other story to tell, and I'm going to just touch on it, is the fight. Um, people are very attracted to people that will stand for something. As an old saying, the saying is, uh, you stand for if you don't if you, if you don't if you fall if you don't stand for something you'll fall for everything something like that. And people are very magnetised to people that have an opinion about something. It goes back to that saying of either love me or hate me, but just don't ignore me. Just look at me, <laughs> like feel where I'm coming from. And um, the fight to get to your fight, and this may be a better exercise for you because you may not be able because the why can be a bit sensitive. So this is another question to ask yourself. This is an awesome question. This is how you get to your fight. And, um, okay, here it is. So, with all the forces going on in your industry right now, what's the one thing that frustrates you the most? With all the forces that's going on in your industry right now, what's the one thing that frustrates you the most? I can guarantee, I can guarantee you, yeah? Make your fight. Make your fight. Because what's lovely about that question, what's, what's really lovely about the question is... Yeah. I love it. So, 
The thing that's re- the thing that's really lovely about that question is that um, you can get passionate about it, and not only can you get passionate about it, you can build a whole campaign around it. And it's something, and again, it goes back to that thing of you know people want people are interested in people that are not just waking up every day just to make money, even though we know subconsciously that's what we're doing it for. But people like to feel you have a bigger purpose and a bigger sense of mission in the world rather than just waking up to make an extra dollar. So that's a really good question. And I would write that down because I can tell you I do take every client that I, that I meet, Porsche, we said they've all had that question happen. With all, with all the forces that are going on in your industry right now, what is the one thing that frustrates you the most? <coughs> the fight. That's how we get the fight. <clears throat> the last one, the last one is um, is the contribute. I love this because Google and Apple are really big on this. They do really, really well with it. Um, right, so, for instance, I'll give you two examples: one from Apple and one from Google. So, the way they do their contribution story or their human contribution to humanity story is they'll uh, they'll take a story on a doctor in Nigeria, something like that, and a really sort of hard country that people are suffering and uh, they will they'll make their whole film like 90% of the film all about how this doctor is a hero okay and how he is contributing to the world and then at the end of that film 10% you should really look at this for your testimonials guys this is such a cool formula I'm giving you I promise you it took me a while to work these guys out I know I'm throwing a lot of you do it exercise for this idea of creatives. <laughs> We're amazing. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think it's going to be like... <laughs> but um, so I've just got a lot to say and, I, and, I'm, and it's such a short time and I just want to get it out because I know it's going to add value to you if you really take it. So the way they do it is they'll make 90% of the, the, the testimonial all about the doctor saving the world as this hero. And then the 10%, the doctor will turn around and say, I wouldn't have been able to save this many children's lives without the technology and support of Apple. It's perfect. Second, second example, Google. So Google will take a business that's really thriving, really doing really, really well, and will tell a story about how their growth is exponential, how they have contributed to this cause, or they've done this and they've sold this many widgets and how this is changing people's behaviours and all this stuff. And then the, at the end of that film, the business owner will turn around and say, if it wasn't for the exposure that Google gave us, we wouldn't have been able to do what we did. It's beautiful because it's less push selling, it's more pull sell. You're pulling them in to a world which is owned by you and your product or service. You're not needy in your sale and you're not pushing on them. Such a better way to position yourself. It's very, very, very sexy. It's, it's, it's absolutely fucking hands down so clever. Because you, and, and this leads to another thing that I want to talk about, which is you are not the hero of your story. You are not the hero, you are the guide. There's a book called, uh, a Hero with a Thousand Faces, you should write that down, it's a great book. What was it? A Hero to a Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell. It's yes. like the filmmaker's Bible, yeah. Without faces? Yeah. With faces. 
a hero with a thousand faces. Fabulous book. He was uh, behind Star Wars. He helped so many story architectures in the world. But basically, his concept was, you are not the hero. Your client is the hero. And if you can make them feel like the hero, like if I can sit here and make you guys feel like heroes, and you're on this journey to get your product and service out, all you got to do is just master. I'm just the guide. I'm like the, uh, the Lord of the Rings, what's it called? The Lord, the Lord of the Rings wizard. <laughs> Guiding you through your journey. Gandalf, yeah. So like, you are Gandalf. Or you are Cinderella, God, fairy godmother. You're not Cinderella. Your clients is the Cinderella. And when you start talking like this in your marketing and in your videoing and, and in your blogging and in your Facebooking, what it does is it really does give a very nice feeling. And people actually enjoy reading your posts. They actually like it because you're making them feel like a hero. You're making them feel good. And so they want more of it. So what I was going to do, I, I can see some of you have wrote down, what I was thinking was we partner up with each other um, and we do story listener and storyteller and we just tell each other's story for 90 seconds, okay? It's 90 seconds, if you haven't wrote something down, just try and do like five, so what really frustrates you, 90 seconds, or this is what happened to me as a child or when I was younger. Um, or, you know, this is how, or we leave the contribution story, it takes a lot of thinking about that. The fight and the why would be a really good thing to do. We think you guys can partner up with each other. So just, just clarify, you, you had the why, the fight, and the contribution. Yes. Is that, is that only three, is it? Only three. Or there's other formulas, these yes. other things like, you've got to keep conflict intense. Mm -hmm. People love to feel conflict. Mm -hmm. um, love to feel? Conflict. Or conflict. Conflict. Something antagonist, something hard to get up, something stopping you from getting where you get. Otherwise, it's just easy. So if you, it's very difficult, and I need to spend more time with you guys to really sort of get into your own personal stories. But to create a, a protagonist in your business, it's really cool. It's like just something that you have to jump on, something, a hurdle that you have to, to, to do. People are drawn to that. They can see that your life isn't easy. People want to see that you struggle and you fought for something. You have a strong why, and that you're contributing to humanity. Can you see how all three of them come up lovely? You see, this is what happened to me as a child. This is what I fight for, and this does is how. Does that become the hero's journey? No. It does. Yeah, the hero's journey is a part so of it. How, how do you put it into you as the guide? Then, how, how do you how do you relate that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's, I think it's to do tonality, the way you speak. Um, it's not necessarily, you don't need to necessarily have to say you are the hero, but just acknowledging the fact that your customer, because they are, they're going through an adventure. Every customer of yours is going through uh, their own journey, their own um, adventure, and uh, they've got big decisions to make, which supplier to go through. And you're not saying you're the absolute best, but one thing that you are saying is that you have a very strong why, and you hate what's going on in this industry, and you hate this part of the industry, and you fight for it, and this is how my product or service is contributing to humanity. Mm -hmm. That is a real way to sell, sell something. Yeah. So you really should connect the three? Of course, of course, yes. I like to connect the three. But the why is hard because it's not an easy thing to talk about. And once you get it, you, you just it becomes a currency because you can make a lot of money with your story. You make a lot of money with your story if you get it right. Because people will feel like, because you own that. That's your soul authenticity in the world. That's your 
That's your, that's your, uh, what's, it, what's it called when you leave your legacy? That's the thing you're leaving behind. It's quite special, and you should spend time on it. You should invest in it. You should get that and own it. It's so important. I need to spend more time on my story. But I'm too busy telling everyone else's. <laughs> yeah. so. So do you want to partner up? Let's do it. Come on, guys, it'd be really fun. And and, and if you do it, you make it you know, some audience my ideas. Alright guys. Because she found out when she was six years of age, she found out that she was rescued to cesareans. So she said connection is she was rescued to cesarean, a cesarean, and she wants to be a pediatric uh, surgeon. Thing. And my story, my story is when I was a little boy, and my grandfather told me, Peter, education and knowledge can transform your life and the life of others. So when I was 19 years of age, my parents came to Australia, and I landed in a cleaning job, and the person in charge told me, Peter, you will never get an office job in Australia. You are 19 years of age, and you will never learn English. I never listened to what he said to me. I remember to what my grandfather said. Knowledge and education can transform your life and the life of others. So I became a very weird accountant. I got more than 34 different pieces of education certificates. Uh, I got an executive MBA and knowledge and education has transformed my life and it's transforming the life of others. I love it. <laughs> wow, that is gangster. I love it. That is awesome. That really, and the way you say it with the accent and I was explaining that it really opened 
my world, going to see the world. And I spent three and a half months in Africa, and I think that was the sort of the turning point because to see what little they had or didn't have and how happy and so forth they were that made me really appreciate what I had back here. So I wanted to become a travel agent so I could help people go and experience the world and see just how everybody else has lives and, and how we can all work together. But alongside of that, what I, in recent times being in the industry for so long, I wanted to be able to give back to communities where we go and travel. That's why I started a niche business called Funding Fiji. And I support an area of Fiji that tourism Fiji don't really support, so you don't even see it on the advertisements and so forth. So I built a whole business around that area. But one of the key points of that is so that people can now give back to a community or work really closely with the community. Just recently built a library where I got the community, the Humphrey Bowl School, local school and groups in um, who go over and give back to the community. So this is a contribution story. So this yeah. is more leading towards the contribution. So yeah. this is really good um, uh, to, 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 to talk about that story and to talk about how that's changing. And the, the secret to it, I think, personally, is the details. To so talk about how it changed the life of a child. Yeah. Going to the details, find the details. The, de the truth always lies in the details. People believe things with details. Never forget that. Mm -hmm. Details. The truth is in the details. So the more detailed you can be, the better and more comfortable. Like, and when you talk about like when, when I'm writing, I always think of the five senses. And so if you can pull people into the five senses, you know, I seen it like this. And as I was looking at it, I smelt this. You know. The, 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 the honey in the air and you know I heard this whisper just come across and it's connecting to the five senses because a draw is detail people love detail so the only thing I would say to you is, is, is a great contribution story right? but would be to, to develop it would be to, to, to go into a bit more details anyone else would like to do their story awesome yeah. right. being an electrician I went uh, what uh, what I don't like about the industry yes what do you know about like okay Masters and buddies, I hate them. <laughs> Tell me about it. Why? Why? Because they are selling inferior products yes. to the general public, and I, you put it in a very nice term, I am hitting the emotional side of people, putting them on a guilt trip, because they're buying their inferior electrical products from these companies, doing their electrical work themselves, trying to, and then they bring me people like myself, and they can't get it working, it's getting dark and they've got no power or lights. And they ring to me how much to come out and fix it. And I give them a price and they say, I can't afford it. Well, I put them on the guilt trip, the emotional trip, sorry, <laughs> and say, well, if you did this, if you've got a family, maybe you're going to burn the house down tonight. Maybe you can electrocute your children. And I put this <laughs> over, put them on the emotional trip, saying, you bought an inferior, inferior product and try to do the work yourself. Okay. Is that good. a nasty way? To, not a nasty way, but... It, 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 I thought you'd like about it. They, they, it's not wrong, it's just I think that there's a better way to do it. No, that's, they, I thank think you. Could, I, I mean, think we could develop it. So one of the things that really frustrates me in the industry is bunnies. And I'll tell you why it frustrates me. It's because it kind of makes people feel um, that uh, everything can be done by themselves. But what I don't like about that is the safety aspect. Thank you. I worry about um, very tired fathers being, and they have this expectation on them to be a man and to have to do everything around the house. 
and it's really, it's really, it can be really harsh on them, and they have to go out and fix this and fix that, and in that tiredness, I'm worried about them slipping or hurting themselves. That would be a much nicer story to tell, mm-hmm. and that's how you could position it as a bit of an investment for them to protect that pressure off. So that that would probably. Be. Anyone else want to go again? Um, this is actually why I went to uni to do a marketing degree yes. rather than this business that I've just got a job in. Yes. So um, in 1997, I bought a chicken business and I realised that the food industry was full of lies and fraudulent practices. We can't hear you. Can't hear you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're going to tell us, tell us. In 1997, I bought a chicken business and realised that the food industry as a whole was full of lies and fraudulent practices. And that's why doing a marketing degree, I'd really like to do a food business. Okay, so, cool. Because even chicken is full okay. of stuff you don't know. Okay, cool. We need to develop that. Mm-hmm. It needs a bit more, um, it needs a bit more. It needs more detail. It needs more detail and it needs more, um, it needs more, it does need more detail. It needs more reason why. So it needs to, because you kind of, it almost feels like you're, you're throwing an opinion at someone. So even though you, you're saying you've seen it, you bought it, but if you can kind of back it up with a little bit of proof and yeah. say one of the frustrating things that I see in this industry is um, uh, this and how I discovered it was through this this adventure or this journey that I went through and this is what I discovered and this is why I think that this is a, a better option for my clients and that's what I stand by. That's a much nicer way to do it. Than, not, not nicer, but it's just... It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a little bit more positive, but it's a little bit more, tr- it's a little bit more believable. It's, it's really, this is why the, the why story is so cool. Because when you talk about your childhood, <laughs> it just conveys truth. It really does. It, it, it digs down into something that we've all been there and all done. We all know the innocence of a child. Do you want to go next? Yeah. Um, okay, so when I was a teenager, I was quite wild and rebellious. Do we have any other rebellious teenagers? <laughs> That's a beautiful story. That's a really cool story, and that's a story that um, is true to you. And so, as a child growing up, I was a real, real bad child, and I was going down the wrong way. And you know, um, you could even go as far as saying, even though I'm not pushing any religious beliefs or anywhere, this is how I found my my inner peace. You know, and that could cover that because the religion and sex yeah. and politics is something we don't talk about, right? So the way to do that, and I think it's a really, really cool way of conveying that over, is <coughs> even though I'm not pushing this on you, but this is this is what settled me. This is what gave me inner stillness. Was when I found this. Yeah, brilliant. Anyone else? And you could say at the end of that, and I want I want others to receive the same thing that I received. Yeah, and then that leads into your contribution to humanity. Beautiful. Anyone else? Yes, it's up. This is a very personal thing, and I have been doing a lot of work on this recently, so it's the first time I've kind of spoken about this in public. Oh, this is awesome. Yes. Um, uh, As a child, I was painfully shy, and I wouldn't speak to anyone, and growing up as a teenager, I was the complete opposite to you. I really did find it hard to find my own sense of self and my own identity, and throughout my 20s and 30s, I was suffering with uh, depression and anxiety, and 
I also had two children in the process, so you can imagine that kind of builds on top of it. So trying to find my sense of who I am has been quite a challenge. Um, starting my own business has really helped come through that, and I now, through my business and accessories, just a small way of trying to develop women's own sense of self and empowering women to go out and do something small will build up, hopefully, for them to find the help that they might need and find their own sense of identity. Um, and that's partly why I, uh, don't, I am donating um, uh, for every not that sold a dollar to Beyond Blue, and I'm hoping to become a speaker for Beyond Blue as well. I love that. That was awesome. And you know, it's really cool because when you're telling your story, I actually, I, I'm not afraid to say that I also had two children in my 20s and I was in depression, and I can see a part of myself in your story. And that instantly makes me feel connected to you. Not just the English accent. <laughs> so really cool. So you can you see how this like, really starts to develop. And you can dig deep, and you can really um, uh, connect to something in yourself. And this becomes a currency for you. It becomes a real asset. It's yours. It's no one else's. You can't copy, you can't copy it. It's, it's yours. It happened to you. You lived it, you breathed it, and then that comes out in so many ways in, in, in your, the way you stand, the way you look. You don't have to fake anything, it's just beautiful, it's just there. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to show you one of my films. Does anyone want to see one of, my, one of the films that I produced, which I think would be cool? This is a documentary of a very successful entrepreneur. And they in the origin. Listen, we can see the replay. Oh, oh no. I've got a lot of money on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that later. 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 I'll do that and you'll see how we put the emphasis on the client, the viewer, rather than him, but still getting in his story, which is awesome stuff. And you'll see some conflict and some bits and pieces as, as we go through. Yeah. So. Dude, uh, somebody asked me at dinner last night, you know, out of all the target markets you could work with, uh, you know, which one do you like best? I'm like, dude. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, but I didn't love working with coaches. They're smart, they're sophisticated, they're savvy, they want to share. They've got so much value and expertise to give. Most of them have got a message that they just can't, you know, market. Uh, you know, I reckon coaches are the good guys and I want to help them do it better. I'm obsessed with finding the easy way, the path of least resistance. I think most people's business is full of friction. You know, it's hard, it's manual, it's effort, it's time. I don't want to do any of that stuff. I've got a crazy family situation. I've got to rock hard in two hours, you know, in two hours a day, and that's my deal. So I've just, you know, been forced to uh, create a business that gives us, you know, money, meaning, freedom. And the Always so big. <laughs> oh, Vimeo. Vimeo. Yes, Vimeo, yes. Uh, create a business that gives us, you know, money, meaning, freedom, and then allows me to kind of impact hundreds of thousands of people with the minimum effective dose. Ah. It's coming. <laughs> it. Never mind. 
Like we hard work. I think we can all. I can send it to you guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I'll just well, well for Australia. <laughs> I'll send it to you guys. <laughs> but basically, he talks about his child, and one one of the things that he connected to um, is he has a little autistic son. Um, and my son's autistic too, and uh, so that's why we're connected. And um, he's been through a lot, and I wanted to tell a little bit of that, but he didn't want to make it about that. And then we had to be very careful on how we told the story without telling it in a way that we were just trying to uh, fuel off the the, the, the the back end of his son being disability. He was so good through it. Like it was, it's a, it was an emotional thing for him, and. It was very brave of him to do what he did, and to really, it took him a year nearly to let people know about it because he was a bit shy about the fact that he was worried that people would view him, that he was trying to mark, and he never was. It was me really pushing for it. One, because my story's in this story as well, and people are interested in the first aspect. You didn't want to see this, some of this conflict stuff because it gives the people, it gives that word of call that when I've said it a lot, but it's true, is people want to see your authenticity. They want to see that you're authentic. They want to see that you're real and you're being you. So that's it. That's it, guys. That's all I can give you tonight. That's all the time for. Thank you. Um, well, they can go to my website. So if you wanted to, if you want to follow me on Facebook, um, that'd be awesome. Give a few likes right now. So that would be. Uh, MichaelHanson.tv Hit that like button and show brother some love. <laughs> and Michael, is it A-J-S-E-N or S-O-N? S-O-N, and it's .tv, so if you want to go to my website, it's MichaelHanson.tv. I've got another company called VideoLabs.com.au, which I also do all my corporate stuff out of. But a lot of the stuff I'm blogging about there is being, and MichaelHanson is just about to get redone. And uh, so, yeah, if you want to check me out, that's where I'm at. Um, and you'll see some of my films on there. I, I'd be happy to to send out. You know, you can send it out to to the guys if you wanted to show them a video, and you can kind of distill down what I did and uh, how he scripted it and how. I, so do a lot of questioning. The way I do my filmmaking uh, is through uh, questioning with all the forces going on in the world. What's the one thing that's annoying you? And I get them to really get ramped up about it, and then I just take parts of that and then use that and script it out. Because sometimes when you write a script, it's great to write a script. But to memorise it, you're not actors, you're entrepreneurs. You're not actors, so it's best to be interviewed. It's much nicer. It makes you feel better and it makes you feel more real, rather than your robotic way. Um, this, this is what I have problems with the green screen, is that it can, you know, sometimes you can go right in front of the green screen and it's like, you really are push-selling, unless you're being interviewed. And what's, what's really cool is if you can get someone else to ask you a question, and then just answer it, and then do it offside a little bit, just do a conversation, and then splice it up. That's a lovely way to, to position, I think, personally. If I was, uh, if I didn't have any money for film work, I'd grab an iPhone, and I'd be like, big question I get asked today was this, and then I'd answer. Because mm. you make it look like a conversation, that's probably the best way I can. My advice to you, if you are going to get into video making for your business, would be make it as conversational as possible. And the way to do that is pretend that you're talking to one of your best friends. So pretend you're talking to a best friend, because that's the best side of you. That's the love, that's the real you, yeah? Or pretend you're talking to somebody that you're in love with. Or pretend you're talking to somebody that you love, your child, something like that. And then you'll connect to, to yourself. 
and you'll become your best self. Instead of being put on the spot, nervous, what am I going to look like? Because what happens is the brain says, which part of me should I show? Should I show the professional side? Should I show the, the family side? Or should I show the, uh, you know, the, the, a different side, the humorous side that I've been faking on Facebook, you know? So it's, it's really, really, really important that you just get real. And the way to do that is by talking to somebody. If you're doing face-to-camera stuff, working on yourself, just pretend that that camera is someone that you care about. Uh, the other way is get somebody you really know, like, and trust to interview you. There you have it, folks. That was Michael Hansen talking about uh, story selling, the power of having that, that story and the why behind your business. Uh, so you can really sort of cut through and your prospects and your customers can really understand what you do, what you stand for, and I guess where you're coming from in your marketing message. So as far as look an action point and how you can take that, you've been listening there and actually insert that and implement it in your business, the first place you're probably going to want to start is go to your website, have a look at your About Us page, and just have a look now that you've listened to what Michael's been talking about with, with story and personalizing it, and just read through your About Us page uh, in, the, in the shoes of a possible prospect or someone who wants to do business with you. Yeah, about Us pages, are, often companies are really guilty of just having standard sort of corporate boilerplate there where you can almost take the About page, pick it up and drop it on another company's website and it'd be exactly the same. So go through now and, and try and think about, you know, whether it's your origin story or the, the fight story, but go back and look at your About page and see if you can insert some of that uh, so that it can't happen. People can't just pick up and cut and paste your About Us page and have it appear like everyone else's page make that unique and entirely specialised for your company, uh, your reason that you're in business and the outcome of the, uh, the result that you try and get for your customers. So that's the action item from today. Uh, look, thanks very much for listening in and we'll be back with uh, more interviews or recordings like this. But also, look, if you've got a burning issue or a challenge with your marketing, uh, get in contact, let me know and we'll try and either find a speaker or I'll talk about a solution uh, for that challenge that you're facing. Till next time, I wish you all the very best. You've been listening to the Red Cliff Marketing Show with Mick Cullen. If you're looking for more resources, tips and tricks and training workshops designed to boost your business marketing, then head to redcliffmarketinglabs.com.au. If you liked the show, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. Remember, action trumps everything else. Take one idea from today, implement it in your business, and let us know the results. So go on, get out there, and do some marketing.